0: Is that funny, Reavers? The temperature's funny to you. How? how why is it funny? No, I was laughing, laughing at laughing my uh, laughing at my guy in here. Thirty-six degrees. Another great night for a ball game. Yeah, yeah Who's shoveling?
2: <laughs> who's going to uh, pitch tonight? I believe Lance Lynn will, since his start was uh, postponed yesterday. It's going to be in the twenties. I bet. Ah,
0: huh? Come on. That's oh,
2: all right. It's you take okay. thirty whatever and dry as opposed to yesterday. You know, and I, I kept noting that fans were disappointed yesterday. Did they want to sit there in the snow? I don't get it either. I, I don't no. understand why anybody would have been upset. It's not, your, your ticket then is still good for another home date.
0: Plus, if, watch the Masters yesterday. There was right. No why excuse
2: would, for me to be outside. I love baseball. I wouldn't have sat in that no. crap yesterday. No, no chance.
0: A <laughs> uh, Nice uh, win for Patrick Reed. I had no idea until today that he has such a checkered past. The tabloids are having a field day with his uh, estrangement from his parents, accused of cheating in college, mm-hmm. accused of stealing a teammate's putter, Woo! kicked out of the University of Georgia. A true Masters champion. Uh, I guess uh, I, I didn't know any of that, uh, nor, I nor really. do I really necessarily care. He's a hell of a player. Uh he McElroy won putted like a 12 handicapper at Como.
3: Yeah. He won me over Patrick Reed when he had to play with Tiger several weeks ago. Yeah. And everybody was rooting for Tiger and a, and a kind of against Reed. Was and, it at the Valspar or I think it was Valspar
0: or the Arnold Palmer. Yeah, it was one of those two. It was
3: one of those two and I just I thought he held his he was uh I thought he was very uh gentleman like. Yeah. Oh. Well, I
2: was, I I'm glad was, he won. I was rooting for the uh, the Spieth comeback myself. That would have been Hey, something. who won the uh, 1500 ESPN? Did I? You finished a close second to Mr. Harrigan.
3: Ooh. Really? Yeah. And you put some effort in. You didn't pick the losers. Oh, I you know wanted to pick, pick the winners. Who won
2: you it? And, you and Dave are both uh, 60 below par. Really? Who won it? Uh Harrigan.
0: Oh, I was second to Harrigan. Yes.
2: Do I get a prize?
3: Uh, A warmest person. Do I get a handshake? I don't know, but whoever won, whatever listener won, they get to uh, go to Craigans. Two nights, two rounds of golf at Kragans, and Dutch will treat you nice.
0: We lost a great living American, Cully Wagner. Cully Wagner. Mm -hmm. He uh, sold typewriters for a living. Mm. He was one hundred and three. I met him a couple times.
3: Oh, this is okay. I know who you're talking yeah. about. And you, he had a uh, a typewriter that you liked, or? Well, I'm going
0: to tell you the story. Okay. Uh, he was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba, in 1914. The son of immigrant Germans, who moved to St. Paul when he was a kid. They traveled here by horse and wagon. He was the youngest of three. He helped his parents run a farm in Battle Creek and delivered eggs after school. As a teen, he worked at the St. Paul's Farmer Market. Farmers Market. Uh, when World War II began, he enlisted in the Army. He served stateside working in the Pentagon at mm. one time. Wagner and his wife, Gladys, had two children, Kurt and Joanne, seven grandkids and three great-grandkids. They lived in the Frogtown neighborhood and attended the House of Hope Presbyterian Church for many years. He was a longtime member of the Osmond Shriners Temple, the National Office of Machine Dealers,
3: uh-huh.
0: and the Midway Lions Club. Uh it- Trying to remember. So I met him when he was 94. I wrote, uh, for some reason, I wrote a column. I remember it. About an Olivetti Lettera 32 typewriter.
3: That's what it was.
0: Okay. And that I had received as a gift from the CP, and she got it at Wagner's store, the Midway Typewriter Exchange. He wrote me a letter. Here it is. I am sure your portable Olivetti was purchased from me at Wagner's Midway typewriter exchange. He told sushire in a type letter in 2009. If you still had the letter a portable, I would be honored to overhaul it for you at no charge. <laughs> uh, and he, we, we got into some great conversations because, like me, uh, he was beginning to realize younger people didn't even know what typewriters were. Right. But I still have the typewriter.
3: Well, I've... I, I've- in fact, I, you've never pointed it out to me. I'd like to see it.
0: Well, it's an Olivetti letter, of 32. It's in a blue case.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, I don't care about the case.
0: But you don't use it. You leave it in the case? It was kind of a gift of the Magi situation. Yeah. Uh, oh. She wouldn't have had two nickels to rub together when she bought that typewriter. And so, you know, in the gift of the Magi, what? The gal sells her hair yep. to buy a watch fob. And he sold his watch to buy her a comb. Right. And, of course, they, that didn't work out. She didn't. She got really mad at him because no.
3: he screwed <laughs> no. She didn't need a comb, and he <laughs> yeah. didn't need a watch for give it, give it a modern-day twist, and then he got the look <laughs> and 50-50-90. Yeah,
0: it, I, I swear I can still see his store. It was on Snelling. I want to say it was on Snelling or around St. Clair. Maybe it was closer to university. I don't know. But he had a wonderful career selling typewriters.
3: It must have been closer to university because I don't remember it being Snelling and St. Clair. And
0: that typewriter served me for... uh, How many tenth ads? Oh, many. (laughs) Many. Uh, And then I was noting, uh,
3: his old bit was over the weekend. Uh, Time. Time out. Time out. What? What, um, (laughs) you know, we're going Gift of the Magi here. She didn't have two two nickels to rub together, and and she... uh, she thoughtfully knew with your craft that you would uh, probably
0: needed a typewriter. You would
3: enjoy this. And so she went out and put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Uh, can we get a little return? What was the return gift? What, uh, how? Uh... Nothing. What, I mean, what did you go, you know? If what, I got
0: something, I don't remember what it would
3: have been. I know you got something. Uh, yeah. My faith in you well. is you- <laughs> floor mats. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? i tell you what. You got a gas or electric stove? Why
0: don't you tell them? I figured I had a 50-50 shot. (laughs) Oh, I love you. Anyway, so yeah, so funeral? Well, no, I was going to say, in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend was uh, a picture of a portable typewriter, a quirky writer. uh, uh, I'm sorry. um, a, A 1920s Remington portable Cully would have been aware of that, but someone has come up with a new product—a keyboard for your computer that mimics the sound of a typewriter. You know, the clicking and the clapping. Right. Oh, yeah. I just thought I—I I, I thought that was uh, uh, juxtaposition. Cully, mm-hmm. the typewriter guy, goes out, and then on the on the same weekend, we learn that the uh, people obviously still miss the sound of a portable typewriter. Right. So now you can get this keyboard. That makes the noise of a portable typewriter. Mm. I'm thinking I might.
3: I think you should. Huh? Uh, Snelling, just north of Minnehaha, is what I'm being told. Snelling, so probably mm. close to that playground. Oh, where so that, uh, the-
0: north of uh, north of University. Yeah, yeah. Midway Typewriter Exchange. Here's it's, a special, a deluxe blender. Think, think of a guy. He had a, a, a life uh,
3: selling t- He sold them to schools, right?
0: And just fantastic.
3: Maybe some sheets, trying to help you remember a nice blender. You know, no, uh, no. some pots. Mm. I got some really nice. Maybe a new pot. <laughs> Maybe it's a hilarious. new. You know, you know what? Maybe iron. a new pan. You know, you gave me a. a, a how about it? Look at this iron. Yeah. Look what this iron can do. <laughs> Show me what this iron can do.
0: Now get in there, and iron. Yeah, I, I I shouldn't have brought it up because you no were, no you're, I I uh,
3: I know how excited because I remember when you wrote this column about um, his letter you were very well then excited then about after
0: he contacted me I wrote a second piece because I went and visited him, him where he was living in uh, I believe Hudson Wisconsin and he was what the hell he was you know late nineties right and he was bragging about his girlfriend you know oh, you know he he was a hail 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 and healthy. Hail and healthy. How old did I
3: say he was? 93 when you met him, 103 when... 103.
0: snow on the roof. That's right.
2: There's fire in
0: the belly. In the belly. Well, well, great, well, great living American, Cully Wagner, 103. And with him... Man, that craft. With him, I would say, without exaggeration, uh, not having looked at the Yellow Pages, remember those, the Yellow Pages? <laughs> yeah. I got to think there aren't any more typewriter people around. Uh, I know there are vacuum repair shops around. And one on University, Triple A. But I don't know. I got to think that uh, the sale of typewriters pretty much uh, ended when Cully retired. Mm. You know, just a moment, please. Got it. Mm -hmm. Commencing Garage Logic Send
1: Men's
0: off-site well, correspondent Downing wants to know if I still have the original Olivetti case, ah. and the answer is yes, I do. Oh, then then he, uh, then he ripped the hell out of me because he said the whole point of the gift of the Magi was reciprocation, and you 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 only stood you, to benefit. You
2: did. <laughs>
0: you did claim a gift of the Magi, and uh... <laughs> say uh, Reavers, you might have to look this up. Talk to me. I got to think. I bet this is the Twins' longest homestand of the year.
3: No
0: way. Well, really? it's a, it's 11 days counting the Friday off day. It's 11, 11 days, days, days. counting
3: the Friday off day. Okay.
0: Uh, Houston in for three. White Sox in for four now. What an untimely situation. I, I bet you they don't have a longer homestand.
2: You might be right. Um, I know they have a stretch because the only reason I know this is because when we planned the, the Town Ball Classic mm-hmm. this year, they have a ton of dates that they're home in June and July. Why don't
0: you look on the schedule? I'm, I'm trying me If to they're right home now. for longer
2: than eleven days, and the, you know what else? I think it's I think it's kind
0: of silly uh, to to suspect that the schedule makers don't know about the weather. Of course they do. Uh, I, I'm I'm beginning to uh, uh, lose my ire at schedule makers.
2: Uh, July fifth through the fifteenth, they are home for eleven straight games. Okay, in that ties this. Days. That
0: ties this.
2: Yeah, well, even though this not.
0: wasn't eleven games, this was eleven days
2: with that fr- built-in off day Friday. How about July sixth? A nice Friday at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're waiting still to have our opener.
0: So there. In other <laughs> right. words. In other words. In other words, there's not a longer stretch this year when they're home. That's this eleven days and that eleven days you just found in July. In July. Isn't that something? That
2: is something because you are not going to draw twelve people to these things. It's just dreadful, well, and that's why I don't get you know because I'm a proponent of doing the double headers, uh, well, shortening the, the, the schedule. The
0: players have negotiated those out of their I contracts. know,
2: but the and the and the the ownership says, well, we don't want to lose revenue from concessions and game. Well, there's nine people at your game on Saturday, right?
0: Uh, but there's what thirty two professional baseball teams. Yes. And they each have to play 162 games. Yep. I got to think that's just mad science that putting one of those schedules together.
3: Oh, the computer does it now. Think about it. Yeah, but I don't think a schedule
0: maker sits there and says, we don't care if Minnesota's home and it's snowing there at the end of March. We don't care. No, I think they do care. They probably, in the algorithm or however it's
2: put together, that was the only time the Twins could have been home and because of now the imbalance there always has to be an interleague series. Right. No there's there's 30 because there's 15 teams in each league. That's why there's the imbalanced schedule.
0: Okay. Well but my point being sure that I don't think the schedule makers are are uh cowering in a dark room saying let's see how we can punish the northern teams. I I just obviously that's silly. What happens is they sit down and they Feed all the information they have into whatever computer program they're using, mm-hmm. and this is what this was the result. This year, the Twins began
2: at home with eleven days here, but last year at this time it was warmer. Yeah, I mean, you, you, it, it was in the sixties yeah, yeah. when they opened at home last year.
0: Yeah, and I keep saying five years ago we've been playing golf now for almost a month. So you, it's a crapshoot. What's the what's the temperature supposed to be today? 36. 36. That's what it's supposed yeah. to be that's what it is. <clears throat> there was a fire in the Trump Tower over the weekend.
3: I know someone that was uh, in New York City and saw all the fire engines and the chaos. And there, it resulted in a death of a tenant. Mm-hmm. And the uh,
0: the liberal Twitters went crazy. Uh, telling it to burn, baby, burn. And, right. Uh,
3: Jump Trump, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mocking and praising the fire, some joking it was caused by Trump burning uh, evidence of Russian collusion. <laughs> you know who led the charge, David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, and Nash? David. He's
3: play music. and yeah. be quiet.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm trying then to here's stay. Here's a guy, Jeffrey Guterman, who claims to be a mental health counselor, said, hoping there are no injuries. With that said, I hope the fire rages. I wouldn't want him as a mental health coach.
3: No, no uh it was apparently an electrical short of some sort high up why n-
0: then i also read that the trump tower has no sprinkler system i don't know how that could be i i would have imagined that had been long established in the codes by now
3: up what i heard is up to a point there are sprinklers and then the way it was built and how it was sealed off i don't know if it was a grandfathered what was it you know i don't know what I don't know why but there are floors that did not have sprinklers which to me is outrageous and was that due to cost I don't know I don't know
0: but I I uh, there's no way I I'd rather I'd rather sleep under a bridge than to to have a home on the 50th floor of a high rise I couldn't do it
3: without a sprinkler system
0: I couldn't do it it would, drive I can me, do it. it would drive me crazy. In New York, I probably could do it. I can't.
2: I don't care what town I'm in. I can't do it. How about a room next to the ice machine?
0: No. <laughs> it's not a hotel. Trump Towers apartments.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just talking about your weird quirks.
3: Right.
2: I don't like that either. I don't like being...
3: Right. I mean, most ice machines are on the first floor, which is why he gets... There's a dilemma.
0: I'll take a first or second floor. Right. You know why? I, Escape room. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> are messed up. Yep. No, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think i messed up. You anything on the first or second floor? Yeah. I'm not buying it, and otherwise, you, you <laughs> got to give me the, you got a penthouse on the first floor?
2: Right. <laughs> Alright, what if the dilemma is, first floor room, uh, but it's next to the ice machine, or we're putting you on the 15th floor? Well, I'll take the ice machine. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going
3: You only there. get one chance at uh, going to bed. One shot. I was in a t- well. I don't. I don't know if I should tell you. Yeah, this. we come on. A Taiwanese hotel. No, a hotel. about eighty three. What? what do you got? No, Talk to me. A,
0: I was in a hotel in Oakland.
3: Oh, There's a, a different
0: Vi- story. Vikings game, and it was so high up. How high up was well, it? I left the door open all night, which, what? looking back, is probably really stupid. Wait, you
3: left You mean your- so you could save the extra? I don't know. Uh, th- Point three seconds no, opening it, it, the door. It,
0: it provided me some uh, weird comfort to have the door open. That for some reason that that mitigated how high is. seven
3: B. You put a towel around the handle too. He's up in seven B, and boy, he's not sleeping at night. He left his door open. <laughs> oh, yeah. Secret knock. Right. Patrick. Am I? Hey, your door is open. How you doing? What's going on? Leave it open. <laughs> I just left a 7:45 wake-up call. Oh
0: my god! 7:30. <laughs> uh, oh. I, I had to. I did. It worked. I mean, I was. I was all right. Nobody
3: rocked <laughs> you me on ever. the road, though. Right? It's oh, and I couldn't that would imagine. Seem, that, that is so unlike you. To, to leave the door open, one hundred percent vulnerable and unsecure. I, I, I,
0: that made me feel better than being heaven. When I closed it, I felt eh, claustrophobic. I'm in a room, huh?
3: A big room I with bed, a bed and a bathroom, bathroom and a sink. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, Lord, why, you, uh, why do you give me this this burden of working <laughs> with this human?
0: Why don't you uh, bring in our newsman? for more details.
1: Commencing Garage Logic segment number three.
4: Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It is sunny and 36 degrees. The Twins open up a three-game series against the Astros tonight at Target Field. Lance Lynn, of course, he had that bad first inning in his first start as a twin. He will make his second start of the season for Minnesota. Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros. Uh, Marlene Stallings apparently has an offer from Texas Tech to go coach their women's basketball team. And according to our TV affiliate, 5 Eyewitness News, she'll make a decision later in the day. Gophers women, of course, coming off a 24-9 season that ended in a second round loss to Oregon in the NCAA tournament. What was her record, you said, Johnny? 82-47 uh, and 47 overall, yeah. 24-9.
0: Let's hey, listen. if Verlander's pitching tonight, does that mean Kate's in town?
4: It's
2: going to be 36 oh, degrees.
4: I know. Yeah, wow. Wild. Rook's back. The yep. uh, Minnesota Wild hey guys. <laughs> opened their first-round playoff series against the Jets on Wednesday in Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg, uh, Game one, Wednesday. Game two, Friday the 13th. Game three, will be Sunday the 15th and Game 4, Tuesday the 17th. How about a road trip, fellas?
0: Why, why am I having a hard time remembering that in the NHL playoffs, they always took a day off between games? I I thought maybe they would play back-to-back games on occasion. In a playoff? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why
4: I had that stuff I'm actually my surprised cross.
2: there's only one day off between yeah, the two I'm, games. Yeah, me too. I'm not a hockey guy, but I always thought there was a day off between the... Because uh, we always playoff lament playoff how the the first rounds take seven weeks to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially in basketball. Basketball is worse. Yeah. News notes from
4: today. The Minnesota legislative session resumed today after lawmakers came back from their break. Lawmakers have some big ticket items still ahead of them as they head back to work, including the bonding bill and adjustments to the state tax code. Governor Dayton has proposed a $1.5 billion bonding bill. The bill proposes investing $542 million into the U of M and other state campuses. The rest would go toward state building improvements, affordable housing, repairing water infrastructure, and other projects. The Republicans apparently want to keep the bonding bill closer to $1 billion. A second topic lawmakers will address is how the state will respond to the federal tax law. The governor released his own proposal last month. Under his plan, the governor said more than 1.9 million families would see a tax cut of $117. Dayton said he expects that another 330,000 families would see an even bigger cut at $160. Republicans haven't rolled out a proposal just yet, but the uh, tax code won't be adjusted without a big debate. that could come down to the final days of the session.
0: The NHL playoffs take two
4: months. What percentage
0: of that, Of the what's that, about... Another 25% of a regular season? Thank you, everybody. For well, I'm that. not oh. sure how to do that I
3: math. Don't, I don't
4: know how long the regular season
3: is. <laughs> well,
0: they it start October? In October and goes through. I got eight. I okay. got eight.
4: That's a quarter of your season. Very good. Nicely done with math, Joe. A St. Paul church is suing the city in federal court over strict conditions on a drop in day center for homeless and low income residents. The lawsuit filed Friday says the city is infringing on First Lutheran Church's religious right to minister to the poor and homeless by putting restrictions on the shelter called Listening House. Restrictions include limiting operation hours and the number of people served. The city implemented the additional 14 Well, conditions. that's got to be a
2: safety thing.
4: You can't have... One person watching 600 kids. The city implemented the additional 14 conditions in October after neighbors complained about loud, intoxicated, and threatening individuals coming ah, and going from the shelter. Okay, Shelter's different. been in the church's basement since last year. Listening House has a, filed a similar lawsuit in Ramsey County District Court. They did that last week.
3: It's Listening House with DJ Khalid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of listening. Oh, okay. Kind <clears throat> like going to the record store and putting headphones on, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Why do you always go to Herbie Hancock when
4: you That's do the DJ? That's the only really
3: rap song that I know. Yeah. Is that a rap song? And
4: it makes me really sad that the only reference to the greatest jazz pianist ever is a stupid song that Oh, he that did. was it.
3: All right. <sighs> Sorry, John.
4: Thanks. President Trump has condemned... Uh, what he's calling the heinous suspected poison gas attack in Syria, said he'll make a decision on the U.S. response within the next 24 to 48 hours. Speaking in the White House cabinet room today, the president vowed to find out who's responsible for the attack that has reportedly killed at least 40 people. President said during a cabinet meeting with reporters that if it's Russia, if it's Syria, if it's Iran, if it's all of them together, we'll figure it out. Opposition activists said 40 people died in the chemical attack late Saturday in the suburbs of the Syrian capital and blamed it on the Syrian government, which is closely allied with Russia. Syria has blamed Israel for the missile attack on a central air base early Monday that reportedly killed 14 people, including Three Iranians, Israeli officials, did not immediately comment on those reports. The raid on the T4 airfield in the Homs province, believed to also be a base for Iranian and Iranian-allied militias, comes as tensions are rising over possible U.S. military action in that area. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg expressed contrition for allowing third-party apps to grab the data of its users without their permission and for being, in his words, too slow to spot and respond to Russian interference during the U.S. election. That, according to his prepared remarks published by the House Energy and Commerce Committee, Zuckerberg plans to open his remarks with a familiar recitation of the social media platform's ability to link far-flung people together, but then pivot into acknowledgment of Facebook's increasingly visible dark side. He plans to tell lawmakers it's clear now that we don't uh, didn't do enough to prevent this tool from being used to harm as well. That goes for fake news, foreign interference in elections, and hate speech, as well as developers and data privacy. We didn't take a broad enough view of our responsibility. That was a big mistake. It was my mistake, and I'm sorry. I started Facebook. I run it. I'm responsible for what happens.
3: So, Do you think that they knew that and allowed it or didn't really know it was happening until all of this came out to be? I don't
4: know. We don't know. Okay. I think, well, they had to know it, didn't they?
2: Yes. I mean, they're not dummies. Yes, this is complete uh, backpedaling by Zuckerberg. That's what this is.
4: Illinois Democratic Senator Tammy Duckworth gave birth to a baby girl today, according to her office, the first U.S. senator to give birth while in office. Duckworth said in a statement from her office, Brian, Abigail, and I... She
0: had the kid right there in her well, office? No. No,
4: Joe. Oh, she's, she probably was in
0: the no. hospital. some water. In the, we're
3: in session
4: here. In the hospital.
0: I, get me I'm a towel. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, there was a gal, was it China John, the story I sent you last week, where she was fired from her job because it wasn't her turn? It wasn't her turn to have to a child. Have a child? <laughs> yeah, that was. I think it was Japan, actually. It was a Japan.
4: Japan. <laughs> yeah. uh, her statement uh, said, Brian, Abigail, and I couldn't be happier to welcome little male Pearl as the newest addition... Mailie maybe M A I L E is that Mailie? Well, just a minute. Where's the horn? M M-A-I-L-E. well, A. Well, Mailie is not. Is that?
0: I'm not going for that.
4: Uh-huh. M A I L E. M A I L E. Yes. Uh, the statement said, "Mail Pearl as the newest addition to our family, and we're deeply honored that our good friend Senator Akaka was able to bless her name for us." His Ooh. help. Senator Akaka? AKA, how would you say that? Akaka. Okay, thank A-K-A-K-A. you. AKA. Uh, in her statement, Duckworth used the event to advocate that rules should be changed so she can bring her baby to Senate votes. Duckworth had her first child oh. in 2014 when she was serving in the House of Representatives. Pearl's a good name. I like Pearl. That's yeah, the middle Pearl's name. Pearl's good. Yeah, All right. I had an Aunt Pearl. <laughs> Streaming content juggernaut Netflix is looking for applicants for what some might consider to be a dream job. Paid binge watchers. Oh, my God. Making America (laughs) fatter again. (laughs) Netflix announced it's seeking to fill what they're calling editorial analyst jobs that include watching, rating,
2: and categorizing original and imported programming. Can you imagine going through the screening process of those losers that are going (laughs) to sign up for that gig? Is there
0: a a site uh, where you can go and get synopsis of all these shows that are on television? Uh, In other words... Yes. Everything I've ever watched, the only way I learned about it was word of mouth from somebody. Sure. It, you, you'd you think there'd be some source where you could go oh. and and... See, oh, here's a show called The Smiths, and it's about this and this and this. And then there might be some aspect of it that would intrigue you, and you would give it a look. Right yeah. now, it's just hit and miss with me. You know, know what
2: you should do? You should maybe have Lori and Julia come in and kind of get you up to speed on all the shows <laughs> yeah, that they, might be. Uh, basically,
3: they're a live synopsis of mm-hmm. everything that's on TV. Really? Except Bridge Building. Yeah, I think they uh, surpass that.
4: So you'd want a one one stop place where you could go and like all a these TV sh- guy. all the shows. Yeah, TV guide. Well, I probably, it, Does that even more. exist anymore? I don't yeah, know. maybe
0: yeah.
3: as the guide button on your remote.
0: I don't want to scroll through all that. No? I'd rather read. Okay. It. I'd rather read it, but I, I, I'm unaware of there being such a, a source site for that. I'm unaware too. I'll check for you. Maybe the Netflix website is answering my question. I've never bothered to go to it.
4: No, mm-hmm. no. They just all they do is the, the pictures pop up, and if it looks interesting, you click on it.
0: Uh, do we have Dave Dahl available? Uh, we do, sir.
3: When we come back. You know, baby, I know you think we can make
2: it all work out, but I gotta tell it like it is.
1: Garage I don't
3: want to make
2: in So
0: don't
3: cry
1: here's dave doll thank you joe we're up to 36 degrees heading for a high today close to 40 uh part of the cloudy skies it's going to be colder again tonight low down to 18 the record for the date for the night is 18 that was the in 1962 can we break
0: the record dave
1: that's for tomorrow morning we I could see. get close to it all right you want to break it don't i you? do
0: at this point let's go for the record
1: <laughs> west wind at five miles per hour overnight tonight then tomorrow partly sunny and warmer 43 for the high in a southwest wind um, looks like on Wednesday, we're going to get partly cloudy, there will be an afternoon shower threat, but 53 for the high. 54 on Thursday, showers and a few thunderstorms develop Friday into Saturday, and at this point, it looks like um, it's just going to be a cold rain. Could be mixed with a little snow late Saturday, but not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of the moisture is going to be robbed by this very powerful storm that's going to bring severe weather through the central plains, I think, from Missouri southward. And that'll be Thursday night uh, all the way through Friday night. So. Um, yeah, we'll watch the storm as it gets a little bit closer, but it is going to produce a lot of rainfall, which could be a, an issue in itself, because the ground is still frozen, so we might have a lot of runoff. We'll watch that as well. 36 right now, Joe.
0: All right, thank you. Height uh, and Roycey and myself and others in the building, we'd be baby boomers, right? Yes. What What are you two, the moron generation? We're Generation X. Your X's? I believe. And millennials uh, would be uh, those of us born uh, in, say, the mid-80s through the early 2000s. Uh, so yes. uh, you got a 33-year-old kid, uh, that kid would be a millennial. Yep. You know how we're always saying we're 61 in
3: 61 to 81 are uh, Gen Xers. Oh, yeah.
0: You know how we're always saying we're in trouble? Yes. Two-thirds of millennials are certain the earth is round. The rest say it's flat. We got no shot.
3: We got no shot. Are you sure? Is this Is like a jaywalking episode? Is this?
0: Nope. 66% of millennials believe the earth is round. Older Americans tend to reject so-called flat earth theories. Really?
3: I reject that.
0: Only two-thirds of millennials fully believe that the earth is round, according to a study conducted by the British firm YouGov, whatever that is. The rest are open to the possibility that we're living on a flat planet or, the best response of all, Gosh. just not sure.
3: <laughs> I do not have an opinion on the or, about the orb that I'm living on.
0: Under the study, a total of 8,215 American millennials and other age groups were asked a series of questions about whether they believe the world is round or flat. Here's how they responded. I have always believed the world is round. Sixty-six percent. How could it not be
2: one hundred percent? Answer
0: me. You, you in the back there. Answer me. I'll, I'll how take could a that stamp. not
2: be one hundred percent? With a survey like this, I'm wondering how many of the the third that that uh, put down that answer truly believes it. In other words, are they are they having a laugh? I don't.
3: Know. Or do they think if it's like a straightaway and it's flat, they that part is flat. The the rest of it's all round. I always thought the world is round, but more recently I am skeptical and have doubts.
0: 9%.
3: It's a conspiracy from the early Romans. I always
0: thought the world is flat, but more recently I am skeptical and have doubts. 5%. I have always believed the world is flat. 4%. Not sure.
3: 16%.
0: <laughs>
3: just here for the just filled out the survey for the free drink. 1%. I, I'm not
0: sure. Overall, an overwhelming majority of Americans, 84%, believe the Earth is round. Are we to be comforted by that? So long as there's one person who thinks the Earth is flat, I'm not comforted.
2: Would you like to get the thoughts of that one-third also on their views on climate change? Oh, my God. Overall, an overwhelming majority of Americans, 84%, believe
0: the Earth is round. But at least 5% said they used to believe that, but now they have doubts and
3: question whether the Earth is actually flat. (laughs) How could they, I mean seeing seeing NASA uh, head out with a a, 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 a rocket, rocket? We call them rockets, and a camera. That
0: you can th- see the space station tonight, by the way, if the sky's clear. Oh. About eight thirty, Americans who are older and hail from higher income brackets are less likely to believe in flat Earth theories. Seventy nine percent of Americans earning less than forty grand a year said they have always believed the Earth is round. That compares to eighty seven percent in the forty thousand to eighty thousand income bracket ninety two percent of people earning more than eighty thousand dollars a year have always believed the earth is round. Wait a minute, check this out. You mean to tell me you yeah. mean to tell me yep that that means eight percent of the people earning more than eighty grand a year believe the earth is flat
3: there's they're out there that, that can't 8%. be percent it can't be seems very high.
0: Remember the crackpot who built his own rocket and he went up in the air to prove the world was flat? That guy... Is that the guy in Fridley or wherever no, it was? No, no. It was a some warm weather place. Mm. In recent years, the flat earth theory has gained popularity and some celebrities and sports stars such as rapper B.O.B. B., and Celtics point guard Kyrie Irving have supported the movement. I think Irving's having a laugh, isn't he?
3: I think so. Can he be that stupid? Certainly hope not with that money.
0: Just 2% of all Americans resolutely say the Earth is flat. But 2% of 350 million people is how many people?
3: I'm going to find out right now. Right.
0: 2%? Well, I'm, let's say we have a 350 million people. You know, you got kids in there and the whole deal, yeah. infants. And
3: uh, we'll multiply that by... Two.
0: A majority of flat earthers call 7 them, million, Joe. 7 million people think the Earth is flat. Have they never been exposed to a book? Have they never been exposed to pictures? Are they unaware of the universe? You know, in your absence, we had a guy on, uh, Pat Kelly, Patrick Kelly, Mm -hmm. uh, who was instrumental in finding the star that is the farthest away from Earth. And we learned some fascinating things, even though we were struggling.
3: Do you realize when you uh, see the light,
0: do you realize when you look up and see the light of a star, you're looking at a dead star? But the light, the oh, lights no. still. No,
2: wasn't that it? Why are you doing this? Wasn't that is it? Wasn't that it? Yes, but you're introducing take this take
3: topic one again. One so I'll close my <laughs> eyes.
2: <Lee>. Take Mickey.
0: <laughs> Open way, them. Way.
3: Dead star. Yeah, but the light is taking so long. You know, oh, boom, the light is. No. F- it's already gone. Is what you're saying? Yeah, that's tough to uh, process. They're a long <laughs> ways away. Yeah. Uh, A a majority
0: of flat earthers call themselves spiritual and claim scriptures support their belief. The study did not say which scriptures they believe provide the proof of their claim. I'm unaware of any scriptures that say the earth is flat. Mm. 52% of flat earthers call themselves very religious. Uh, Okay. What am I doing on one here, Reeves? Max. Max... Hey, just a quick thought. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. I would like to know what the millennials think happens to the satellites that run their smartphones.
3: <laughs> Isn't that something? How could you? That's something to think about.
0: No, you know what this is. This falls under the category, though, of we're in trouble.
3: Oh, that's a good. Wait a minute. That's we're in a trouble. good. Max had a good question. Mm-hmm. If you think the world is flat, when we send up a satellite. What do you think happens to it? It just stays there. No, it's 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 in orbit. That's why it keeps going around and offering. Thank you, Doctor Science. Where you're yeah. you're you're on the right page. What else do you want? Oh, What's my. this whole polio thing? Let's get rid of it. Yeah. How okay. could how could you
0: be that sheltered? If this plane paused, well, those two guys probably thought the Earth is yeah, flat. They were flatters. Check it out. It you mean to tell me <laughs> if this airplane paused right here? There'd be no oxygen. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. And what was the plane doing? Uh, we were about a hundred feet over Lake Nakoma, rushing the uh, underbelly of the plane. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. But he feels fine. Joe Sugeray. <laughs> was it Brian? Yes, Joe. Go ahead, please. I worked with a guy who was a flat earther. How could that be? Well, he figures at night, like when we look up and we see stars, that's a big screen with lights on it. And I'm not kidding you. Okay. Um, and as well, uh, when we're working, like during the summer, we'll have uh, these big doors open. And there's times, you know, a breeze will start up yep. and start coming through the building and he will be walking around his eyes just as big as golf balls going how do they do it how do they do it meaning how do they produce wind yeah i you know, how, how do they just i got to do... hey brian thank you i got to run wow. They're out good there, luck huh? with your bro, uh, with 1500 your 1500 espn is kstp st paul minneapolis 36